The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread making the taste out your mouth, that's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this, because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and repercussions. to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. He's Maestro Styles. I'm Trey <laughs> Frazier. We're live on the website at barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at barbershopspor2. Also on Instagram at barbershopsportstalkpodcast and on the Facebook page as well. So Maestro, what's good, man? What's popping, man? We finally got this thing working, man. We, we sound, sound like, a little clear. Yep, we sound, we sound a like better. we sound like we in the same room, but we're not necessarily in the same room. So yeah, man, we should have we should have figured this out a long time ago, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. Yeah, um, I, I tell you what, man. Um, I was real excited from earlier this morning, you know, to come on this podcast and and really have a conversation, man, because. Um, I, I think the biggest story of the week since last week has been Gail King's interview to you, man. Just, you know, what what was your thoughts on the whole Gail King backlash and the interview and pretty much everything that, you know, surrounded it? Well, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, you know, well, real quick, I, I got questions, man. Um, and before I get to the questions, I'll say, uh, obviously, uh, Gail King, I, I don't think there is a context or, or a, a line of question, a sequence or a line of questionings that could have happened that makes me feel better about how she asked and what she asked. Um, but, uh, my first question is, is why was Lisa Leslie being interviewed? Do you, do you happen to know that? Um, I don't know. I don't know why Lisa Leslie was interviewed, and I get that there was an eight-minute interview, which obviously they took the portion where they were talking about Kobe 
and turned it into like a, a one minute, a minute 30 second clip. So I don't know why Lisa Leslie was interviewed, but I'll, I'll just say this and you can carry on. Um, obviously, CBS is in the business of creating content and also trying to get the wow factor when it comes to some of these interviews. Or at least I think that's what, you know, they're in the business for. Um, if they're, and, I'm, and, and I want to be clear about something, um, Gail, Clint, Gail King deserves all the smoke that she got throughout the, you know, throughout the week, even from Snoop Dogg, and we'll get to that in a sec. Um, but I also want to make sure that I put CBS Network as much accountable for this as I do Gail King, and here's why. Gail King works for CBS. CBS is in the business of providing content. CBS is in the business of getting clicks, putting out information that people are going to gravitate to and respond to. And in this case, CBS decided, let's get Lisa Leslie to interview and talk about Kobe Bryant. Now, I had the same question like you. Why why pick Lisa Leslie out of all people? And this is no shade to Lisa Leslie. I thought she did a great job with the interview. And I thought she did a great job also of deflecting from the question that Gail King asked her about Kobe and the whole, you know, sexual assault case. I don't think she deflected at all. I just think she handled it well. Um, well, I'm, what I mean by deflection, I mean in terms of avoiding trying to throw Kobe under the bus is what I meant to say. Not so much that she, not, not, not so much that she deflected, but she, she didn't throw Kobe under the bus is what I was trying to say. I mean, well, here's the thing. If if there's nothing to throw him under the bus for, how could she throw him under the bus? Well, I think there's people that thought that Gail Gail King was trying to do that. Right, but I'm saying from Lisa Leslie's perspective... Right. There was nothing to there. How could you throw him under the bus? She don't think he did anything wrong. Um, if, if right. I'm being honest, I don't think he did anything wrong. If we're talking, you know, when you know, talking about the case back then, if he did anything, um, cheating on his wife, maybe. Um, but I don't even know that that per se happened. So, um, right, I don't even and know that's that anymore. And and that's and that's the point I want to get to. I, I think you're right, and and I think I'm right when I say this. Um, my money is on Lisa Leslie not throwing Kobe under the bus. There was absolutely no reason to throw Kobe under the bus. He ain't doing that wrong. Right. So what I'm questioning from CBS is where did you think this was trying to go? Because if the whole point of the interview was to try to get Lisa Leslie to say something controversial about Kobe Bryant, then their whole game plan failed 100%. Well, I don't think that that was CBS's or CBS's game plan. And if it was, then um, that's what a corporation does. And I'm still, and I'm still blaming Gail King. Um, see, I, uh, Joe but I was listening to Joe Budden respond to this, and he said, uh, and he said that he re- he re- referred to this situation as love and hip hop one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. If you don't give them any material, then they don't have any material to put out. You get what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. So if you don't, if you don't have anything, 
uh, you know, if you don't ask any questions that are going to have uh, shock value or have immoral, you know, be immoral like like she did, yeah. um, then CBS doesn't have anything to post that is immoral or makes you look crazy. If you don't ask any crazy questions, then no crazy questions will be aired. You know what I'm saying? So um, I agree. It, I agree. It, it's, it's just for me that simple. Now we, of course, we would love to think that CBS is some moral corporation has some moral compass as a corporation, but we know that that's not the case in show business. It's never going to be the case. So why would we, you know, sit here and hope that, Ooh, you know, why would you reach for that? Hoping that if it don't go the right way, that they're not going to air it. Like, why would you hope for that? It's just a real, it's a real easy thing to do. Don't, don't ask immoral questions. Don't ask questions like that. Like the dude hadn't even been buried and hasn't been buried yet. And you already asking questions about how do you feel about him, Rick? And then the whole thing about, well, uh, you as a WNBA player, like what is you, what is her as a WNBA player have anything to do with him uh, allegedly raping somebody? Like what, 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 then you wouldn't see it because you his friend? Like, like what are you, it's no, there's no, context there's no question even if they edited it where the uh the line of questioning wasn't the same as it was when he they were sitting face to face that question by itself gives me all the context i need it's just no reason for her to ask that unless she was trying to uh get clickbait or two she was trying to uh say something foul about kobe and um you know, either way is wrong if she's trying to get clickbait or if she's trying to uh, throw shade on Kobe. Both of those situations are wrong. So she got to get all the smoke one way or the other. And, and, and again, everything she getting, she she deserves. I, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not per se canceling Gail King. I've never been, you know, a big Gail King person. Um, I mean, in my mind, she's a black woman that's that has contributed to uh culture, has you know, she's in high places, she has uh she's on a platform where we are being represented as black people, but she made a mistake and she should pay she should get all the attention that she's getting for the mistakes she made. Yeah, I mean, no question about that. I think we agree that she deserves all the smoke that she got last week. And I and I and I go back to the network, and again, I'm not trying to remove any blame from her side because she definitely deserves all the smoke. I think CBS Network deserves some of that smoke as well. Why? And, just, and why? Because the network employs Gail King. At the end of the day, she works for CBS. But and what I'm saying is, is that. Gail, I mean, Gail King did exactly what CBS wanted her to do. So it's not like Gail right. King... That, that, that proves my... That goes along with my point. CBS wanted her... CBS... Um, Gail King did exactly what CBS wanted her to do. And so that's why I gotta, I gotta throw them in the fire as well. And getting back to Lisa Leslie, um, again... Lisa Leslie, there's absolutely no reason for Lisa Leslie to throw Kobe under the bus because there's nothing to throw him under the bus for. Um, 
I also have a problem with the fact that after Lisa Leslie answered her initial question about it, that Gail Kane turned around and tried to get her to say, well, isn't there a problem with that? Don't you think that that's an issue that that Kobe's um, legacy is somewhat complicated because of this? Um, and she, she, and you know, she didn't fall for the bait and, and I give her a hundred percent credit for that. But Gail Kane tried to insert her bias into that interview. And as a journalist, and I'm not, you know, 100% privy to journalism and all that good stuff, but there's a rule that as a journalist, you're supposed to be objective. And it looked and it sounded as if mm-hmm. Gail King inserted her bias on how she felt about the case from years ago into the interview, and that's just not right. Um, I think there are certain journalists that do that do it like that. I don't think I don't think I don't have a problem with her saying how she felt about it. I just don't agree with how she I just don't agree with the fact that she bought it in she bought it to surface and this man did. Right. That's yeah. the problem I have. That's, That's my the point. only problem I have. That's the only I don't have a problem with I don't have a problem with journalists having opinions and, and No no no. And, it's not the fact that she didn't I don't I don't mind that she has an opinion about it. It's the fact that she inserted that into the interview. Is yeah, what I don't I have, have a problem, problem with that either. I don't have a problem with that. Um, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Again, yep. my problem is is the fact that this dude is dead. And like Lisa Leslie said, it's been years since that go- was had been going on, and nobody had nothing to say to him about right. you know what was going on. But a week after he passed. Not even a week after he passed, y'all, you know, you on TV trying to get people to speak negatively about him. Nah, I don't, nah, that that's the sucker shit. Like, why wasn't where was all this all this bias and all this? Um, oh, I don't fuck with Kobe when he was alive. Where was it at? Yeah, and then where's all this? Well, he would, you know, the case was dismissed. And it never went to trial, but yet his legacy is somewhat complicated. I'm like, wait, the legacy is not complicated. Those charges were dropped. Therefore, there's nothing for his Therefore, legacy he to be. Do it. What's that? Therefore, he ain't do it. Yeah, exactly. So what? what is the complication with his legacy when the case didn't even go to trial? That's my problem, too. Yeah, I think I would have lost it. If I were Lisa Leslie, I think I would have lost it. Like, what do you mean? It got, it got, she, cause she was like, you know, it, the charges got dropped. And then she, and then Gail came back where, well, it was dropped because the person didn't testify. Yeah, she didn't testify because her, her ass didn't want to get exposed for being promiscuous. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm getting in my life where I'm trying to, I'm trying to stop judging women for having women so i'm not gonna call women i'm not gonna call that white girl oh that's not what i'm gonna do but what i will say is is that you didn't want to be exposed for being jump being out there the way you was out there and when you realize oh i'm gonna have to go to court and get exposed that i was out here then you decided all right i'm not gonna testify but don't make it seem like but gail uh twist made it seem like you know he she didn't want to testify because you know, something else, like maybe Kobe did something, or you know what I'm saying, some wild shit, 
Yeah. And that that you know what I'm saying I ain't, I ain't like that I I ain't like that shit man I ain't like yeah. it yeah nah I I hear you man I I hear you 100 percent on that and um I I guess we can get to the to the Snoop Dogg video um his response towards Gail King which I thought was great I thought it was funny when I first heard it I thought I thought it was hilarious um I also took in consideration that. Snoop Dogg is a big-time Lakers fan. He's a big-time Kobe Bryant fan. And Snoop Dogg, just as much as... Or maybe not as much as his family, but for certain, Snoop Dogg is emotionally hurt by Kobe's passing. Sort of similar in in a way maybe Shaq is hurting and a few others that have had a relationship with him. But I take into account that Snoop Dogg is hurting from the loss of Kobe Bryant just as much as the average Laker fan, which he is, you know, by the way. So I, I have no problem with how he responded to Gail King. Now, he put out a second video clarifying what he said because there were people that tried to use the words and try to flip it and say, well, he basically threatened Gail King. Now... Mm-hmm. But nothing in that video said, um, um, nothing in that video to me said that he was threatening Gail King. He didn't threaten her. Now, when he said toward the end, we're going to come get you or we're going to come after you, I think that's what people took. They took those words and said, oh, I didn't even even hear him say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, It was toward the end where he said. Um, I remember you know, him calling it. her a dog mouth bitch. Yep, yep. And, yeah, and so at that's the, the last thing I remember. And and at the end of the video, he said, "Hey, we're gonna come after you." So, mm-hmm. um, so I I think people took those words and said Snoop Dogg is threatening Gail King. Um, I don't believe for one second he threatened her. Um, right. I don't I don't think those words were intended to pose a threat against Gail King. And quite frankly, Snoop Dogg is smart. Snoop Dogg is not gonna send goons to go out and get Gail King. Let's let, let's be totally honest about that. It, he, he had no intentions on really threatening Gail King, but he clarified it in a second interview and said, "Hey, you know, I've been raised better than that. I'm not." Social you know, media posts. He didn't right, do right. Yeah, you're right. So, and and it's funny because people took that. As, oh, he apologized. No, 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 no. He didn't apologize. He just clarified what he meant by what he said in his initial video. So let's not get that twisted also. Uh, right. Your, 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 your thoughts on Snoop's video? Um, I understand anybody who felt like, you know, he might have taken it, taken, taken it too far. Mm-hmm. Um, when I heard it, I, um, well... I don't think he took it too far. I understood why he felt the need to take it there. This mm-hmm. was egregious. Yeah. Um, this was egregious. Um, and 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 sometimes and sometimes when you take when you get egregious, um, you feel like there's egregious matters that need to be taken to let that person know, like yo, right. you really fucked up this time. Yeah. And. Um, you know, so I didn't have a problem with it. I can understand a person who had a problem with it, like you know, you calling Gail King a bitch. But I mean, at the end of the day, if 
if you've ever called a woman a bitch before in anger or in, or in response to something ignorant she did, then Gail King, I don't feel like she should be no different because she's Gail King. Now, if you're saying we shouldn't call no woman a bitch never, and that's how you rock, and then I right, I can understand your you know you know your uh, reservation for for him calling her a bitch. But right. um, if if you've ever called somebody out a woman out her name before, then then I get it. Now, in my personal life, I don't you know I don't do that. I don't call nobody. I don't call no females. No, at least not to them. Like. I might call them a bitch behind their back because they did some foul shit, but I, you know, I ain't the type of dude that'll be like, you know, you a stupid bitch, like, you know, you know, that's not me. That's just not me. Yeah, right, but, right. Um, but for some people, it is. Um, you know, what I'm saying I would love to say, you know, don't disrespect women, but um, people get disrespected all the time, and I would love to even play that whole through the whole where it's a black woman and and, and all that, but. Um, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you feel the need to express yourself a little differently because of the actions of that woman. That don't mean, and just because you call somebody a bitch don't mean you don't got love for them, don't mean you don't love them. It just mean that that person did some bitch ass shit. So they, they should be, they, you know, they should be called a bitch for doing some bitch ass shit. And, um, I don't think like, again, for me in closing, I don't got a problem with nothing um, he said, um, and I don't think he took it too far, but I can certainly understand that that's natural MO to be calling, um, you know, calling them motherfuckers bitches, but, um, right. make no mistake. What she said was egregious. It was uncalled for. Like it was, it was unnecessary. Um, it was, but it was, and, and the fact that she thought that she could slide that past does speak a lot about who she is as a person. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it ain't because I heard people saying she out of touch. You ain't got to be in touch to understand that a week after somebody died, don't start talking about all the you know the alleged mm-hmm. foul shit he did. Because let's right, be clear, right. he was acquitted, so we can't even by law he didn't do that shit. So right, right, yeah. So you so, be trying to bring that up is it's like nah, you <laughs> want some you want some nut ass shit for real. So yeah, you you sh- you should get the smoke. You, you really the really the only thing I'm only thing I'm not stamping is death threats, and that's from these pussy ass you know you know these niggas with the Twitter fingers and all that shit. That's them niggas. Yeah, I don't yeah. believe for a second that not near a motherfucker. And I get why she you know why she's scared, why yep. she upset, but yep. I don't believe for a second that near these pussy niggas is going to sit up there and do harm to Gail King for some shit like you And if you do. And if you're the type of nigga to do that, then there's something wrong with you. But, um, yeah, yeah, because I'm, you but know, that's, but, but, but all them, all the death threats and all that shit, that, that's uh, unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, because if, if and something did happen, to, if something did happen to Gail King, I, I would not feel very, you know, good about that. Cause... And that's the real reason, that's the real reason I feel that, that's the real reason that Snoop came back with the second video, I feel like. I feel like, Bama's, he's seen that Bama's was real live, threatening her yep. life on, you know what I'm yep. saying, and Oprah mm-hmm. came out and was like, you know, she ain't doing good, this, that, and the third. I think that's why he came out with the second yeah, video. Yeah, because um, her best friend Oprah came out and said that she was crying, that she wasn't feeling good the past few days, and, you know, and she all this double, stuff. She had to get security with her to go roll with her, and 
Yeah. You know, all that. You know, yeah, I think yeah. I think that was Snoop's way of like, yo, chill. Like, y'all need to chill. You know what I'm saying? She did some foul shit, but what y'all doing is taking it to the next level, and that ain't necessary. I agree. I agree. So, obviously, Snoop did the video, and next thing you know, Snoop is getting the backlash. And I'm going to be honest with you, because I'm not into politics all that much. I never heard of this Susan Rice person who's supposed to be some kind of ambassador for the United Nations. But she got on Twitter and went after Snoop for going after Gail King the way he did and was like, yo, like you come after Gail King, you know, we're going to come after you with an army. Like, that's what she said in her tweet. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I don't even know you like that. To, you know, to even really, like, fully engage in, you know, what you're talking about here. Like, like this this is crazy. And and Susan Rice, uh, she's a black woman, apparently, so... Yeah, I mean, she got clouded if she felt confident to say that, and, then, and you heard it. Right, right. So, you had that, and then you also had Michael Eric Dyson come out, and I kind of thought he was defending her, but... Like, when you really listen to it, he really was just saying, like, hey, she's she's just taking too much of the backlash translation. Yeah. Um, she shouldn't be threatened with her, you know, her her life shouldn't be threatened because of this. Right. She and, should be told that she's wrong. Right. And let me tell you, Michael Eric Dyson was getting smoke from everybody because of what he said. And it's like, y'all, like, we, we just going to keep giving smoke to people who are trying to come to Gail King's defense in a sense that she shouldn't be getting death threats. Not so much that she's not wrong about Kobe because she is wrong about what she said about Kobe Bryant. But let's not, you know, let's not try and off Gail King. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see that. Well, and I'll say this, too, though. There are people now that are basically like, like in support of Gail King now mm-hmm. because of the death threats. And to those people, I'll say, um, if you're supporting her in a sense, like, hey, yadi, why you're protecting her? Yeah. I'm with that. But um, I, and I don't know what the balance. I don't know what the healthy balance is between saying, hey, look, you fucked up, and you should get these criticisms. And hey, let's protect that black woman because, uh, or protect this black woman because at the end of the day, um, she don't deserve to die for making a mistake, you yeah. know. And, and that's important to say. Um, this is this isn't a deathly mistake. This isn't a fatal mistake. This is a mistake that um, she should be criticized for until we tired of criticizing her, so she knows that she can't make this mistake again. Um, but that's that's the extent of it, and I think it's just. I mean, you know, we we'll, we say it over and over again. It's just the when you on when you on social media, when you on live TV, you know. What I mean, it, it, it's just going to be that you're you're going to get people who who support you, and you're going to get people who not supporting you when you do when you do some wild shit. Yeah. And she she did she did some wild shit, man. It, it, it's no. It's nothing. It's nothing we can do besides uh, say, "Hey, y'all, this ain't no killing offense." <laughs> and two, um, half and, and and again, half these niggas is faking anyway. 
Oh, uh, of course. Know, I want, of course. I want to yeah. be clear about that. But of course. she don't deserve that extra. She don't deserve that extra stress in her life. Nobody does. But yo, Maestro. Hey, man. Yeah, yo, Maestro, you kind of broke up there for a second there. Hopefully, uh... Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, yeah. Um, essentially, I was saying that she did, she don't deserve death threats. She just don't deserve death threats. That's too nah, far. Nah, nah, yeah, nah. She, she doesn't deserve that, but she definitely deserves all the smoke for what she said. And, and quite frankly, when I initially heard the interview, I, I'll be honest with you, I was on the, I was on the opinion... Why even have this interview? Why why even make Kobe Bryant a topic of you know discussion? And I, and and I get it. CBS again, they want content. Um, they want to get viewers, ratings, and all that good stuff. I totally get it. But that topic of the segment should have been off limits. Like well, the, no, I'm not against them speaking on Kobe. I'm against them speaking on Kobe, Kobe negatively. Well, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about the case. Like the case oh, yeah. itself shouldn't have been a topic. Now, and I, and I, and I've said this weeks ago. You know, you know when when Kobe passed. Unless you're a person who's writing an autobiography on the life of Kobe Bryant, there is absolutely no need to even bring up the sexual assault case. Right. So, I I I, I that's kind of where I'm at with it all, man. And um. You know, Gail King, you you messed up. Yeah, <laughs> but and you, you, me- and you messed you're up. You're paying the consequences. Yeah, yeah, for 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 certain, for certain. Uh, I I just want to say what's up in the chat room. We got Mocha Bella in the house. We also got uh, the greatest from South Central representing. Uh, we also got the homie RC in the building. What's going on, folks? Appreciate y'all. Um, so since we're sticking to basketball. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts on the trade deadline and some of the moves that took place last week. Um, the Rockets, I don't agree. I don't, I, I mean, I, I So what did I, they I, do? So they got Robert Covington in a deal for Capella, who went to Atlanta, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't know why you get rid of Capella for shooting. Um, yeah. I, you know, you, you, I... I, I I'm with you. That. I'm with you. You you need you need a physical presence down low, and the Rockets just basically said we're just gonna play small ball the rest of the season. They're gonna get like like I, God forbid they gotta see the Jazz. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yep. Or, or the Thunder. Know. Or the Thunder. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 look, <laughs> I tell you what. Speaking of that, the, the the Oklahoma City Thunder have been one of the bigger surprises to me. In the, in the NBA this year. Yeah. And and kind of given where their record is and given where they're at in the standings, I would love to see a Oklahoma City-Houston Rockets first-round matchup. So could basically you, you want to see the Rockets be bounced out in the first round. Could you could you imagine if the Thunder knocked the Rockets out the playoffs? Could you yeah. imagine? Somebody getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's as simple as that. Um, Somebody Somebody's going to get that. fired. And this is going to be unnecessary smoke. What it is, what it is, they're gonna. The narrative is gonna be, oh, it's Westbrook. That that's what the narrative is gonna be. I I don't I I don't think so. But I mean, 
I wouldn't be surprised, but come on, bro. They don't got nobody over 6'10 or something like that. Like, <laughs> that's a problem. Like, that's a problem, yeah, man. Yeah, for certain. For certain. That's a that's a very big problem, man. So it's like, um, yeah, they, they, they're they asking for a first-round exit. And you know what? But I tell you what, it's crazy enough. If it, It's crazy enough that if it works, then you're going to see people trying to imitate it. So, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you, you got to try something, I guess. But yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see. But, yeah. but they got to go through the Jazz, the Thunder, Lakers. if they see them, the Lakers. Um, I, I'll even throw the Clippers in there. They, yeah. they, they, they got some size, you know, with Montrez Harold down low. They're, they're no joke in the middle. So gonna, everybody's going to be bodying them up. Period. Yeah, basically, basically, basically. I mean, let's say the Blazers somehow get in there and they get their big man back. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I don't know what they're thinking. Um, I mean, they get paid to be basketball minds, so I, I, I leave it to them. But that sounds that that looks like a mistake. Mm, yeah. And Robert Covington ain't even that vicious of a shooter. Like he, I right. not not enough to get rid of Capella. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not not enough to do that. Like he ain't shooting, you know, forty percent from three point land. Like it, it's not I don't that know crazy. If he is or he ain't, but I know he ain't that. I know he ain't. He ain't putting them kind of. He ain't putting that many shots up for it to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and you definitely about to lose the rebound in the game. Damn Harry game. Right. I I thought one of the oddest trades was the Golden State-Minnesota trade where they sent Wiggins over to Golden State and Mm -hmm. sent D'Angelo Russell to Minnesota. I didn't know what the purpose or the thinking was there. Because, like I told you, when D'Angelo Russell went to Golden State, that shit Mm -hmm. ain't going to work. Well, I mean, do we know that for certain, given what the Warriors are this year without Steph and Clay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if I don't know, man. He demands he wants the ball too much, and 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 you know, it's cool. It's cool right now, or what? I can't even really say it was that cool right now. I mean, and then you heard the you heard the whisperings about this. Um, you know. Yeah, I've like, I've heard that people said it was a strange fit, and that there was a chance that it couldn't work. And I and I get what people were saying about that. It's just that. They don't I mean, have bro, they at the bottom of the West right now, bro. That's what I'm saying, but it's not because they're it's not because they're bad. And yes, I mean what they putting on the floor right now is not good, but they ain't got Stephen Clay. That's really the reason why they're at the bottom of the West right now. So why not let this play out when Steph gets back healthy, when Clay gets back healthy, and see if the dynamic works. And if it doesn't work, then you can ship them off. Yeah, but he probably they probably got something they could they could use now. Um and the thing is is that um Wiggins Wiggins playing with them would probably be a better fit because he more of a slasher. That still allows Clay to um you know what I'm saying, do with the run around, that still allows Steph to run around. Yeah. They could run they they better at running offense where uh D'Angelo Russell's more of an ISO guy. He wanna get the rock and hold the ball and, and, and you know do what he do. Yeah. And um, Wiggins is more conducive to them who want to run around running plays. 
So I mean, I'm not I, I'm not necessarily saying that Wiggins is even going to be like a you know a you know a game changer where the Warriors going to get back to prominence, but um, I think he's a better piece for the team than uh, D'Angelo Russell was. I think he's a better piece also because the pressure is not on Wiggins anymore like it was in Minnesota. Now he's a third option. It's, um, most certainly he'll be a third option when Steph and Clay come back into the fold. And really all he has to do is just slash to the basket and really, really don't have to worry about putting the team on his back. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, in other news, I'm happy that Iguodala, um is on a championship caliber team. Um, and if they if they pull Gallinari, um, mm-hmm. you're looking at the second best team in the East right now in Miami. Right. Well, they're not going to get Gallinari because the deadline is up. Right. So, oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So they're not going to do that. But um, I did hear talk that they were in the play for other players that could have helped the Miami Heat. So, so man, that's big coming from you, a, a championship contender in the Miami Heat now. That's, yeah. that's big. Well, not, not because of Iguodala. Let's be clear. I thought they were a championship contender, you know, this year just watching them play. Gotcha. So I think they're better than the Raptors. I know the Raptors got a better record. I think they're better than the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they can beat the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, the Bucks are still the 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 creme de la creme. Yep. But um, and I, and, I and Philly and Philly, you know, I I don't know what's going on with the Sixers. Um, ben Simmons is trash. I, I don't know what's going on with them, man. And Joel Embiid um, is is not playing well. Yeah, yeah, you you can figure it about them. Did you see uh Did you see uh his Instagram post or something yesterday? No, nah. Joel Embiid. Nah. Well, the short of it is is that <laughs> they took uh, people are taking it like um, Joel and B once out of Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, before we got on air, I saw a, a headline that said that um, Joel and B was booed at the game tonight because of the tweet or the post, and um, also in that yeah, you know post, what they did show that. Like I like I, I took the game on at seven and they did say something about here was Embiid's introduction, you know, off the sideline and I heard booze and stuff and I was trying to figure out what that was about. Yeah, it's from a social media post that basically oh, that was the post. He quoted um Dark Knight, you know, mm-hmm. uh uh live uh live to be a dire hero or live long enough to be become the villain. Yeah, and then um, Jimmy Butler commented. So Jimmy Butler basically, um, basically they um, they was recruit uh, Jimmy Butler was recruiting Joel Embiid social on social media. Um, mm-hmm. So the, so that's that's where the booze are coming from. Got it, got it. Yeah, I don't. But I don't getting know back to the. Yeah, I don't know what's going on yeah, with the yeah. Sixers, though, man. Um, they they tried, bro, and Brett Brown got to get fired. Yeah, I, you know what's funny? I, I, I heard Stephen A. It was either Stephen A. or it was, I think it was Kornheiser on ESPN last week. He had suggested that there's really nothing that they could do. Like, there was nobody that was, like, on the trade market that you could just bring in 
and maybe they could be like this purified, you know, shooter off the bench. And yeah. the only way that you could really maybe set a spark to this basketball team is if you fired a coach. Like, that's what he said. Like, yeah. they should just fire Brett Brown just to, you know, spark a fire in the team and, you know, force him to play a little bit better. Now, you know, some teams react to that a little bit better than others, but, you know, I thought that was interesting when he said that. Well, Joel um, Embiid is playing like trash, and we talked about it briefly last week. Yeah. And it's rumors, it's stories. Yeah, internet's acting crazy again. Yeah, we're doing Skype, y'all. This is, uh, we, we're doing this for the first time, so. Uh, Maestro, you with me? Yeah. Can you yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they were, they were saying, their story's saying that Joel Embiid has been unhappy since Jimmy Butler went to Miami. Hmm. That's crazy. And that would explain his garbage play, because he's been garbage all season. Let's be clear. He's been garbage all season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not looking good, Fran. Not looking good for the Sixers. But getting back to the Miami Heat, though, um, and and they're you know they're one of my surprises of the season too. Also, so, I, I had them being like a six seed, but now they're looking like they're like at four or five right now. Yeah, they look like they could get to the Eastern Conference Finals against the exactly. Milwaukee. Yeah, that's what it's looking yeah. like right now. And I and I you know I I you know I hate the Celtics, but I do like Kimba Walker, and I like the fit that. He's been able to, you know, instill in the Celtics right now. And Jason Tatum, you know, has sort of improved his play uh, throughout the year. So the Celtics, you know, are playing some pretty good ball right now, too. The Raptors, though, and I, and I, and I get that you hate the Raptors and everything, but... I don't hate the Raptors. <laughs> I, I get the sense sometimes... They're playing great sometimes. team ball right now, but that don't mean that's not going to mean that in the playoffs when you need a big dog. Of course, of course, of course. And I'm, in, in no way am I suggesting that the Raptors are going to win the Eastern Conference. I'm not suggesting that. They could get to the Conference Finals. I don't think so this year. Uh, well, well, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely see about that, but, um, you know, championship pedigree, it, it's got to mean something, right? And, nah, they, def- and they, they definitely have it. Um, They got it, yeah, but again, um, ain't no, they ain't got no big dog, man. Yeah, like, if it's a series between Miami and Toronto, I, w- I would certainly take the Heat in seven. If, if that was a series right now, I would take the Heat in seven. I'm not going to sleep on the Raptors to get to the conference finals, but they're not I'm winning asleep. the Eastern Conference. I'm asleep. You, you always sleep on the Raptors. <laughs> I'm asleep. I'm definitely asleep now. <laughs> you always sleeping I'm, on the Raptors, man. That's true. It's but just something It's just something. I tell you, you what, the Raptors, no, that's not man. true. That's not true, though. If Kawhi was there, I wouldn't be asleep. Okay. You, okay. Now, well, well, I well asleep, he woke you I, up. I was going to say, um, he woke, he, I was gonna say Kawhi woke you up. Yeah, now he gone, so I went back to sleep. All right. They're, All right. they're back to being the same team. They're the same team before he got there. A good team, but not okay. a championship team. Okay. Uh, this team and the team with DeMar DeRozan before they traded him, which team's better? Um, I haven't watched enough of this team this year, but, I, it, it, but if I had to make a guess, 
Mm-hmm. I would say I was I would I would rather have Demar Derozan on my team than I would rather not have Demar Derozan. But um, I guess now you would say that Siakam is that guy now. Yeah, and you can make an argument that he could win Most Improved Player again this season because he's stepped his game up production wise. You know, from last year, he's 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 really kind of stepped it up and definitely the MVP of the team. In my in my opinion, yeah, but it's a whole bunch of players. It's a whole bunch of small, non-dominant players on that team. Yeah, I mean Van Vliet. That running system. Yeah, Van Vliet's upped his production. Um, not to say that he upped his play per se, but Van Vliet is a good player, but he's not a dominant player. He's not dominant, but his production has increased from last year. Um, Norman Powell, his production has increased from last year. I mean, you have about four guys that, you know, had to step up and kind of fill the void collectively for of missing Kawhi Leonard. Of course. You know, so. But so I, 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 I like what they're doing. I, I like I like what they're doing. But they're, they're yeah, not going to win yeah, the Eastern Conference. Let, let me be very clear. Mm-hmm. They are a good team. They're just not a championship team. I agree. I agree 100%, man. Oh, and I meant to add this when we were talking about the Sixers. Al yep. Horford is washed. Al Horford, right? Washed. Yeah. yeah, that was supposed to be, like, the final piece to the puzzle, right? That's what, they, that's, that's, something, but that's what niggas but was saying. That's, that's what niggas was saying. Al Horford, yeah. oh, now they got, you know, two bigs in the post now. It's going to, you know, this going to be a good, great defensive team now. I mean, we had a reason. We had a reason to give him some hype, though. I ain't going to fake like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, defensively. Hype, but yeah, he's, defensively he's for certain. Yeah. But I think you're right. Al Horford is, uh, he, he's just about done. <laughs> yeah, he's washed. He's killing me on FanDuel, by the way. <laughs> he's killing me. Yeah. Um. So, I, I, I guess I, I got one more basketball thing. Uh, actually, two, because I, I wanted to stick with the trade thing. Um, so Marcus Morris uh, did get traded from the Knicks yeah. to Didn't even Clippers. see it coming. Um, you said you didn't see it coming? I said you didn't. Oh, um, I, I did kind of see it coming. I was Come just on, upset. Bro. I was just upset with them that they were talking about keeping him. That was, that was my beef. I never said that they weren't going to trade him. But she was upset about them talking about keeping him. Yeah, because, no, I wanted them to trade him. I get that. But I'm saying you you might have wanted it, but you didn't see it coming. Well, I didn't see the team trading. that they traded him to coming. I didn't see the team that they so traded him to. So you knew they were trading him? Yeah, I, I, knew, I knew they wouldn't trade him. They had to get so something what, for him. What did we argue about last week? We argued about this last week. Well, I think what we argued about is the whole Kevin Durant-Kyrie thing. And, well, know, that Ryan was Williams. off the basis of me calling Knicks fans desperate about trying to get value for Marcus Morris. Well, I, I, think, I think what we were missing from last week was that I originally predicted that this would happen, that if the Knicks weren't contending for the eighth spot, that they were gonna have to trade some of these guys. That's that's what I said before the season started, and okay. it turns out that they're not competing for the eighth spot. So Marcus Morris, he's averaging 19 points a game. 
you got to trade that guy because he's not a part of your future. So that's what they did. And they got a first round pick for him with mm. with a, with a couple other players. I, I'm 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 missing on the names, but they where got did he go? Uh, to the Clippers. Oh, okay, that's actually a good fit. It's good fit, a great fit, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's a great fit. That might that's be a good fit. that might be what could put the Clippers over the top, man. That's a good fit. I ain't okay. gonna lie, that's a good fit against the Lakers, right? That that could be the I mean, that puts them over Marcus the top. Morris. Because it puts Marcus Morris back into his role, back into what he's known to do. Like, yep. he's not, you know what I'm saying? Him scoring 19 points is good, but he's more, like, that's... Yeah, he's, he's not going to average 19 in Yeah, in he's LA. getting the ball too much. He's getting too many offensive opportunities if no, he's scoring 19 points. But but it's cool. It's cool because now they got more defense. You know what I'm saying? They got more defense they got a guy that can get you a bucket or two if need be. Um, he's a bully. He's a dog defensively. It it fits that team. It it, it really fits that team, man. So, um, you know, happy we got the first round pick for him. Um, he's on a championship contender. That's good for him. And you know, we'll we'll, we'll see how that shapes out. So, uh, in your mind, what y'all gonna do with that pick, man? Uh, we gotta do They're something. Trade it. We got we gotta do something. Uh, it's it's a first round pick. We we gotta first do something. We, we gotta, we gotta do so something. They, they gotta hit. Yeah. They gotta they hit trade or something. They better not trade it. They mm. better not. They better use it, and they and they get they better hit on it too. Speaking of which, speaking of which, Maestro. So this is funny. I'm I'm, I'm glad we're talking Knicks here for a little bit. So I'm on Twitter the other day. And you know the Knicks made a couple of front office moves. Um, not, you know, referring to Steve's Mills being gone, but they feel like they found a replacement for Steve Mills, right? So so they hire a couple of guys, right? And mm-hmm. one of the names that's recognizable with the Knicks right now is Steve Stout. Steve Stout, yeah. The, the commissioner Steve Stout. As as yes. Nas would as Nas would like to call him, yes, um, indeed. More so, more so with the marketing aspect of it, because Steve Stout's been doing like marketing ad stuff in like the music industry over the last few years, and I guess they <laughs> <Few> feel years. <laughs> last. Well, as as far as I know, I know he's been in the game for a long time, yeah, almost thirty years, man. <laughs> I, I know, I know, man. Jeez. <laughs> um. So. I feel like the Knicks brought him on, one, to try to re rebrand the Knicks. Because I think the Knicks feel like this is sort of a, it's a tarnished brand right now. And man, they're going to turn and, uh, and they Madison think Steve Square Stout, into the Barclays, man. And they think Steve Stout's going to do that. Yeah, that's what, they, that's, what, that's, what, that's what he's there for. Yep, yep, yep. And nothing I'm, and more, I'm, nothing and I'm, less. And I'm, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it 100%. Sure. As long as long as he's not picking the talent, then yeah. then it's all good. It's all good, man. So yeah, he was actually on first take. I I, I heard. I didn't get to watch it, but Steve Stout. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I I, I haven't been yeah, watching I, first take for like two weeks. So. Well, I seen it on Instagram. So um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I probably watch it tomorrow. Okay. 
right, yeah, I, there's a lot of stuff I gotta catch up on. I know you was telling me about the All Smoke podcast. Man, that is a fucking great podcast, man. Matt yeah. Bonds mm-hmm. uh, and Steven Jackson hosting it. Yeah, man, that is a great fucking podcast, man. And I they was, got that I deal was, with Showtime too, right? Um, well, I, I, yeah, it's a Showtime show, but they yep. put it on YouTube. I guess after after right. it airs on Showtime, they put it yeah. on YouTube. Uh huh. Man, I will. I'll tell you, man. If you're looking for a good basketball podcast, that is it. Yeah, is, yeah. I was I was hooked. I watched like three, four episodes back to back last yesterday. Yeah, I heard Steph Curry was on an episode. I also heard Kerry Champion do an episode with them, and you told me about Stephen A. Smith. The Stephen A. episode was fire, man. I look. I know y'all. I know a lot of our listeners don't really fuck with Stephen A. I fucks with Stephen A. Man, he be wrong about some shit, but I fucks with Stephen A. Yeah, nah, he, I, I rock with Stephen A. Yeah, he, I, I, ain't got no me, he, yeah he, I ain't got no problem with him. Yeah, I ain't got no problem with him. He definitely be wrong about some shit. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, he and he, he says some crazy stuff too. But you know, I, I rock with him. He gave his, um, he broke down his, uh, his, um, his side of the whole Colin Kaepernick shit. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I, I would implore anybody to go watch that man. That was a, that was a okay. good interview. Man. So, so they did that interview after the workout, the Kaepernick workout, right? Okay. They they okay. did it after everybody was calling them a cone for uh Aaron Carter Kaepernick out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah so yeah, he, yeah. he he talked about all of it. Okay. Yeah, and I, I also heard that there was a conversation about marijuana too. Yeah, I mean okay. you know, I mean, but you know what he had with that. I mean Yeah, but I, I, I think I heard something to where Matt Barnes was trying to, I guess, convince him about you know, some of the other things, some of the other attributes to marijuana or something like that. And nah, nah, because I mean, they acted like they, I mean, they was like, they had a disagreement, but when they really talked about it, they ain't no disagreement. It's like, um, and uh, you know, like I said, y'all should watch it, but what I'll say is, is that all Stephen A. be saying about smoking weed is, is that if it fuck up your money, don't do it. Yep. But he also, like when he went on to elaborate, he said, mm-hmm. look, if you making ten million dollars and it's costing you five hundred thousand dollars to smoke weed and you don't mind paying that five hundred thousand dollars, then that's your fucking business. Yeah, then right, smoke weed. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But he's saying that if it's fucking up your money to the fact where, you know what I'm saying, it's hurting you and you're gonna be out here bitching about, you know, why I can't smoke weed, then yeah, like you know, you looking kind of crazy. You looking kind of funny in the light because you signed onto a contract that said you can't smoke weed. So what you thought you was gonna smoke the weed anyway and not pay no con not pay no penance for it? Yeah, right. So right. if you're gonna pay the so if you willing to pay the cost to smoke weed, then he's then he's he's saying go ahead and smoke weed. He's he also agrees that he's seen plenty of people, you know, that smell like be on the court smell like weed. And they yeah. dominating. Yeah, yeah, the game be on point. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then, yeah, you see other a nigga, a, a nigga dropped a nigga dropped fifty while he was high before the game. Yeah, yeah, another nigga. They then he also said he seen another nigga smoke weed and he wasn't doing so well. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Don't, so, don't work. It don't work for everybody. It don't work. That's all he was saying. Mm-hmm. So, but like I said, I would, I would anybody who, you know, in the podcast. Like I said, I, I'm kind of a a podcast freak job like 
So I, I if if it's the right guest, I'll watch it and then I'll be hooked on it for hours. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm gonna man. I'm I'm gonna check that one out. I'm also gonna check out the Kerry Champion uh, episode because I, I I am intrigued about you know because I I like Kerry Champion and everything. So and I love I'm, I'm intrigued being able that. to cuss, man. And you love what? I love being able to hear people that don't normally cuss being able to get in their element. You know what I'm saying? Like get oh, in your yeah. bag and talk your shit. I get you yeah know, yeah. You can do it. But yes. I, when you when you got an opportunity to cut loose and get in your bag, I, I like that, man. Yeah, Stephen A. Um, did another podcast. It was a hip hop podcast, and I can't think of the name of, name of it right G-G-N. now. Was it GGN Snoop? No, not that one. It, it it was it was two brothers from Queens. They do a hip hop podcast. Oh, Jesus and Mero? No, not that. I say Queens, man, not the Bronx. Oh, uh, uh, Bronx, my fault, my fault. Right. Um, yeah, I, I'll let you know the name of it, but he I did. Watch it. He did their podcast, and you know, he, I mean, he let up a couple of curses. Oh, look at this! I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching Embiid and Marcus Morris push each other around. Like uh-huh. these niggas, like they about to get it in. Oh, another thing about the Stephen A. Uh, interview, he talked about what happened between him and John Wall too. Okay. What, with yeah. the whole being in the club and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. He he okay. talked about that too. It's a it was a good it's a good interview, man. Okay. Okay, no doubt. No doubt. Oh snap. <laughs> yeah, these niggas these niggas are like they about to fight, man. I'm i I'm y'all, uh-huh. I'm 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 watching Sixers and I'm say uh, can't nobody see it but you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm watching Sixers and Clippers. It's the fourth quarter and the Sixers are winning at home, which they I mean they're dominant at home, but they stink. You know, away from that place. So, but yeah, I, I just watched uh, NB try to go for a rebound, and you know, him and Marcus Morris getting tangled up, and you know, Marcus Morris gave him one good shove. Now these niggas talking about yo, you want smoke? I tell you what, Marcus Morris right now, he in his hometown. I guarantee you that nigga got some goons waiting outside the arena Man, if niggas want problems. <laughs> If niggas want problems, Marcus Morris got coached Everybody outside. Nobody's doing like that, man. These niggas playing basketball. Man. <laughs> hey, I got one more basketball thing, and then we can get to football. Um, well, let me hey, shout you out. You got basketball and football today? Yeah, 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 man. Um, Tiffany Sports and Heels is in the chat. What's happening? What's going on? Also, Big Kev 303. What's going on, homie? What's happening? So the Portland Trailblazers got screwed out of a basketball game over the weekend uh, against the Utah Jazz. It was a goal ten by Rudy Gobert, a layup by uh, Dame Lillard, uh-huh. and uh, the refs basically blatantly missed it. Uh, even admitted shortly afterward that the refs made a mistake; they should have called it, but because it wasn't called initially. They can't go back to replay and review the play to overturn it. So Dane Lillard was, you know, about to spaz out on the ref on the court. And then um, I saw his tweet on uh, Twitter saying, you know, you know, this is some, you know, this is some bullshit. Like it's basically costing the game. Yeah, yeah. It cost and that's the, Blazers the playoff, playoff type game. of situation right now. Exactly. Well, at least the Blazers think so. Yeah, the Blazers are in a playoff race right now. Yeah. I think they're like number nine or number ten, but I know the right. games apart is not that right. you know far apart. So, yeah, I, I'd be upset too. I, I, I'd extremely be upset. 
And I tell you what, the Jazz have had an interesting weekend because they get away with that win in Portland. And then they go on a road to Houston, I think Sunday night, and Bogdanovich hits a, a one-second three-point shot, wins the game, and they, I mean, it, it was crazy. I, I watched like the last five minutes of that basketball game, and uh, they were trading buckets back and forth. Uh, Covington, who we talked about earlier, hit a big shot. Gave the Rockets a lead with a second left, and then um, the Jazz inbound the ball. They got it to Bondanovich, and he—I mean—he shot it over two defenders. Like I—I—I mm. I, 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 I insist that you go to YouTube or something or kind of watch the replay of that play. He had two guys in his face, and he got that shot off, and it went flush through the net, like no bounce, no nothing, just flush through the net, and and the Jazz just walked out of there with a, a win. So. They they had a good weekend, I would say. Yeah, I do want to shout out the Wizards though. What the Wizards I, I, do? Um, I know. Look, I know we I'm shouting them out. It's the only reason I'm shouting them out. I was at the game uh, Friday night against the Mavericks, and um, okay, Luca didn't play obviously, mm-hmm. and um, I was I didn't realize Luca was injured, so. I walked into the game thinking like, man, we about to get out, we about to get smoked, mm-hmm. and um, then I realized he wasn't playing. And then uh, Porzingis uh, was playing, Hill. right? Yeah, Porzingis was playing, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't got faith in that dude like that. Um, <laughs> um, but I just wanted to shout out Bradley Bill for the buzzer beater. That's all. I had a little, I had my little Friday, my Friday moment, and ended my night with steak and strawberry henny. I had a great night, but I did want to shout out Bradley Bill on the buzzer beater last Friday. So, uh, RC in the chat says, despite their struggles, the 76ers are still tough at home. Yeah, I, I, I kind of re-echoed that earlier in the program. So, uh, so you're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. He's Maestro Styles. I'm Trey Frazier. Live on the website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Uh, yeah, let's let's get into some football, man. Um, so I watched a little bit of the XFL first weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched your hometown team, uh, the DC Defenders. I know we won. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I did watch your DC team uh, beat uh, whoever that was. I can't remember who it was. Um, some Seattle team. Seattle. Okay. Um, Cardo Jones looked good, man. I got to tell you, mm. Cardo Jones looked really good. I really feel like, and I'm not just basing it off of this one game, but I've always felt like he belonged in the NFL in, in, you know, in some capacity, whether it's a starter or a backup, uh, preferably a starter. Um, I mean, he was there, though. What happened? Um, well, I think he was a backup to Phillip Rivers for a while there, and then yeah, the Chargers exactly cut him after that. Mm. So, but... You know, we got his opportunity in the XFL and, you know, you know, big win for them. I watched the New York team and I can't front. I might get some paraphernalia for the New York team. Uh, New York Guardians is the name of the football team in the XFL. And uh, they got a big win, too, on Sunday. Um, I got to tell you, I tell you, man, um, it's obviously it's so much different than the NFL. I think the interesting thing I took out of the weekend's games 
was the kickoff. And basically how you kick off and nobody moves until the returner gets possession of the ball. And basically everybody's kind of blocking downfield, trying to kind of beat their man one-on-one to try to get yeah. to the returner. So, so I thought that was pretty good. I, I, I thought that was pretty good. Um, and then, I don't like that, but I, I get why they're doing it. Sure, sure. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't expect the NFL to employ this, so I'm not suggesting that. Yeah, but, it's stupid. But you, you think it's stupid? Okay. Yeah, I think that's stupid. Why, why? Yeah, that's okay. Okay. What, what they're doing is promote. They want, they want points to be scored. I, I get why they're doing it, but they want points to be scored. But they want the excitement factor. They want the idea that a dude can run back. A kickoff return if everybody if enough people beat uh you know when they're one on ones I I get it and I and I, I and don't I, like it though and I and I guess I'm gonna have to see what percentage of kickoffs were scored on just to kind of see if it's really if it's really what they want like if if they want people to score are they really getting like fifty percent clip you know what I'm saying well uh-huh. that's 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 eons better than how it happens in the NFL so that would yeah, that that's that would be a a, a major improvement. Yeah, and fifty percent. I might be using fifty percent too much. Yeah, um, cause, I mean, because hell, if you got a ten percent, if you got it at ten, fifteen percent, that'd be ages better than we might have had three. We might have had three kickoff returns last year mm, in the NFL. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I maybe I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I I don't know. Yeah. I can't speak. I can't speak to that. But. But I, I, I don't mind the kickoff in the way they have it drawn up. I, I, I don't mind it. I don't I don't personally think it's stupid. I just think it's something different. Did um, you see anybody going for the three point the three pointers after they score touchdowns? I did not see anybody go for the three points. Um, anybody saw, going for the two pointers? I saw people go for the two points, and I saw teams go for the one point. Okay. Um. So, and obviously that's you know, depending on your deficit and, you know, the situation of football and all that good stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I thought some of the games were interesting. I thought some of the rules that they implied were a little interesting. Um, seeing some former NFL players on the field I thought was, you know, you know, pretty interesting. I mean, it's – I guess the question for me, because, you know, I was intrigued by the AAF last year. And we saw how that went down, you know, almost mid-season there. Um, <laughs> Not the even question, mid-season. <laughs> the, the question for me is going to be, can the XFL make it to the championship round without going bankrupt? That That's going to be the yeah. question for me. So Yeah. So, um, you, you got any... Uh, nope, because... Um, I mean, maybe I'll watch a game. Um, see, it's arena football to me. That's all it really is to me. So... You know, it's not like I was a big fan of arena football back then. So it's like, okay. I mean, I, I, I may be except the, except the except it's on a real football field than in an arena. Sure, <laughs> sure. I can't help I can't help but look at it like arena football though. Thank God it's not real arena football. I, I can't I, mean, I can't watch I can't watch arena football. I don't know. I really can't. Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. I watch. Maybe I'll watch a couple games this weekend. If you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe get some DC paraphernalia, man. Um. All right. 
<laughs> I might I might get some of the New York paraphernalia. Man. If they good, if they good, I will. If they good, hey man, you like, should just get like it just because they the hometown good. team, man. My championship good. Okay, I mean, they I mean they look really good the first week. I mean, it's just the first week, and they got Cardell yeah. Jones. So, you know, some of the other quarterbacks I recognize. You know, Matt McGloin. Um, I think plays for the Tampa team. I could be getting that wrong, but Mac McGloin was playing quarterback this weekend in the XFL. Yep. And I, mean, I didn't think he looked look all like? that great. Uh, he ain't look all that great. Oh, all right. What the fuck? Fuck him then. He, he ain't look all that great. But I mean, again, that was just that was just a name I recognized. Yeah, I, I he was I trash. Recognize. He was trash with the Raiders. Yeah, right. I, I didn't recognize any other, you know, names. I know Landry Jones is in the yeah. XFL, but he didn't yeah. play. He didn't play. You no, know, he he didn't play. I think he's uh, recovering from an injury or something. Gotcha. And and people on media are saying that he's like supposed to be the face of the XFL. Yeah, I know he was the first name name you know first name quarterback they they got. You know, I guess with the most NFL experience, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, okay, I guess because I don't. Recognize, yeah, I mean, I don't recognize. I mean, that I, dude. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the other quarterbacks in the league, but I, I know Landry Jones has. Now, I wouldn't say an extensive NFL career, but has he's been there for a while? Yeah, right, right. With the with the Steelers, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> um. So I'm watching. On Sunday night on ESPN, I'm watching the Year of the Black Quarterback show on uh, ESPN. It was mm-hmm. by the undefeated people here in uh, in D.C. I thought it was a great documentary. Um, it highlighted Lamar Jackson's road, you know, to where he's get where he's at now. Uh, they talked about Warren Moon and his plight and pretty much all the old school guys, even going back to guys like Doug Williams and even um, the guy's name that was the first black quarterback. Uh, they talking about Joe Gilliam. Joe Gilliam. I, I believe they did mention Joe Gilliam on the program. But I, I thought that the panel was pretty good. You had Victor Cruz, Justina Anderson, Deshaun Watson, and um, – this cat Jason Reed, who used to work for the Post in D.C., but now works for the Undefeated for um, ESPN. And then you had this female black agent there and um, somebody else, um, this quarterback coach. I forgot his name. Or no, he's a quarterback consultant. That's that's what he refers to himself as. And, you know, they just basically just kind of sat there and just kind of talked about um, the plight of the black quarterback and sort of how we got to this year. And even I made an article, not an article, I did a blog about um, this being the year for black quarterbacks and the fact that you had top five guys, you know, high in passer rating with, you know, for the black quarterbacks. Yeah. And and so it, it, was, it, was, it was a great program to watch. Um, I got one gripe. I only got one gripe with it, and I'm kind of surprised that nobody mentioned it on Twitter. They aired this at 8 o'clock, the same time the Oscars was on, ABC. Oh, which, I don't have no gripe with that. Which, which meant that, 
you know, less eyes were going to be on that program versus the Oscars. I thought I thought it was planned, in other words. Niggas don't watch the Oscars, bro. Nah, um, nah, niggas don't watch the Oscars, though. Sure, sure. Um, but I feel like that I, I feel like that show should have been trending more than it was. And I, and I think it's because the Oscars was on. No, I don't think and, so. And we and we get, I, and we and we could and we could say niggas don't watch the Oscars, but niggas was winning Oscars from what I heard Sunday night. What niggas? How many niggas you think won the Oscars? How many niggas won the Oscars? Um, that hair documentary. It was an animated uh-huh. um yeah. show. Yeah, that that won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody else. I, I'm I'm blanking on the name, but somebody yeah, else won the Oscar. I think you're literally talking about two niggas. Okay, I mean at, at, that should be a victory and, for us. Well, I mean. <laughs> I, 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 Nah, that's not a victory. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't, I don't look at the uh, winning Oscars as victory. And and, and, so and, and again, I'm not, and again, I'm not, I'm not an Oscars guy. But if yeah, fuck if, them. It, we if, need... if, if, if it took years for you know somebody black to finally win it, then I gotta say, hey, you know, it, it's a, it's a small victory, but we we definitely got some work to do. Okay? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, well, fuck the Oscars. No, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't watch that shit. I could, I could care um, less. Uh, what's, yeah, I don't got a problem with that. I mean, you know, truth be told, I didn't know that show was show. I uh-huh. didn't know that was even coming on. So yeah, and and, know, and 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 to me that's the that. problem. And to me that's the problem. I think they, I but think that had they, nothing to do with that. But it had I, nothing to do with the Oscars, though. I, I, I think they purposely wanted less eyes on that program. And 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 don't forget. ABC and ESPN, they're owned by Disney. So, so it wouldn't shock me at all if they said, okay, we're going to, we're going to air this the same time that the most watched program on Sunday night is going to be. We're going to air it the same time as the Oscars because they know, and, and I, and I got to tell you something too. I believe the NFL feels a little bit like, like, damn, like, you know, niggas is balling and you know, niggas is balling at the quarterback spot. Like I think they I, I think I think the NFL is hoping that a guy like Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence is, you know, gonna be the face of the NFL at some point, you know, whenever they get drafted. No. They won't be. Eh, I, I that's that's my prediction. But I know that I know that you think they will be the face of the NFL, one of them? No, I'm saying my prediction is that they won't be. Oh. But I but I'm saying that I think the NFL hopes that to be the case. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Um yeah, I, I don't know, bro. I think you I think I ain't gonna lie, I think you're reaching with the whole <coughs> um you know, they they did that intentionally to take eyes off of the quarterback shit. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like I said, I watch ESPN. I, I, I at least turn to ESPN once mm-hmm. a day. Yep. And um, I didn't, I didn't even know about the show. Yeah. Um, so I mean that that's that that's should a, tell, that should tell you right there, the fact that they didn't even advertise it that it was coming on. That should tell you right there that they wanted less eyes on it. I don't think that that has nothing to do with the with the other. I mean, I mean, I just don't. And and, and it's well, no, no, it doesn't. It might not have anything to do with the Oscars in terms of promoting the show. 
But you know how ESPN is. They want to promote everything. They want to promote the shit that they want you to see. I get it. But, right. but maybe that was... But I don't think... I don't think... What I'm saying is, is I don't think that they did that. <laughs> I don't think they put that show on Sunday at 8 o'clock to say, um, we don't want nobody to watch it because the Oscars is on. Well, not so much that they didn't want nobody to watch it. They wanted less eyes on the program because something bigger was on at the same time. So that was just ESPN's way of saying, hey, you know, we actually care, but, you know, wink, wink, we really don't want, you know, this to get as much, you know, we don't, we don't want this trending, in other words. Yeah, I don't think it was going to trend one way or the other, bro. All right. We'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll you see, might man. be too woke, my nigga. You might, you might need to take a nap, my nigga. I, I got to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, you might be too woke, bro. I'm, I'm challenging my inner uh, Dr. Umar Johnson right now. Yeah, you might need to take a nap, my G. What's the other nigga name? Uh, Tariq Nasheed? Yeah, them niggas. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I might be sipping the Kool-Aid a little bit too much. Hey, man, that's all right. That's all right. You allow hey, me. Hey, man. You know, I, I thought it was a good conspiracy theory. Mm. At the end of the day. Hey, so I just got one thing, just one more football thing just to kind of go through. And I think we talked about it last week with um, of the 32 teams. I thought we could do this, go through each team to see if, you know, how many questions at the quarterback position there actually are in the league this offseason. So I guess we could... Um, I guess we can start with the East in the AFC. Um, I think it's safe to say Buffalo's got their quarterback, right? Like, that's that's solidified, right? Yeah. Uh, Miami, we know they're going to draft the quarterback, right? Yeah. So, I mean, but I, I still think there's questions about that position, though. And, you know, they'll figure it out at the draft. What do you mean questions? They're going to draft their, They're going to draft Alabama. And they they gonna, gonna draft start. Tua. They gonna draft Tua. I mean, that's my <laughs> prediction. They are gonna draft him, and they'll and they'll probably let Fitzpatrick uh play himself out of the, out of the job, and then they'll and then Tua mm. play. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I agree with the prediction. Um, to me, it's still to me it's still a question mark because I I don't know who's gonna start for them. Like okay. I like, like I know who's starting for the Buffalo Bills next year. I don't know who's starting for the Miami Dolphins. I do, Ryan Fitzpatrick. We sure about that? I'm sure about it. Huh? I, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know. But I'll, I'll, I'll put that. I'll put the Dolphins as a question mark there. Um, the Patriots. Um, there's a question mark there, based mm-hmm. off of you know what we're hearing and yeah, you know Brady's gonna go someplace or not. Uh, somebody actually said that Philip Rivers, um, that might be a good place for Philip Rivers if he decides he wants to play. Nah. I'm not buying it. Nah. You know, so. Um, the Jets, Donald's the quarterback, right? I think it's yep. safe to say. Okay. Uh, the North, uh, Lamar, we know he's the quarterback. Yeah. Um, ben has said he's coming back, so yeah. my expectation is is that he's gonna start. Um, the Bengals, 
Um, draft Burrow. We feel like they're going to draft Burrow. I think the question is, what are they going to do with Andy Dalton? Are they going to keep him around for a year to try to groom the kid up? Or are they just going to be like, you know what, we're just going to trade you? Or we're just going to, you know, you'll probably be a draft night trade of some sort. So that that's a question mark. Um, the Browns, Baker's the quarterback, yeah. even though we sucked this past year. But he, he and Loki, he'll be better next year. You think so? Yeah, I mean, he won't be Pro Bowl caliber, but he'll be better. All right. Right. Well, I, I, he has to be, I guess, right, with the numbers. Yeah. Put up. Right. Yeah, I guess. Uh, the Texans, they got their guy. Um, Jacksonville, I think that's a question mark there. Minshew will start. You think you think he'll be the guy? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll put him as a question mark. Uh, the Colts, even though I want Jacoby Brissett to be still be the starter, they talking like. Like they like they trying to draft the quarterback this mm-hmm. whole season. So I guess I'll just put that as a question mark. And then who's the other team in that division? I'm blanking. Oh, the Titans. Yep. Titans. You I, I guess you're you're confident that Tannehill's gonna be the guy. Yeah, they're gonna pay him. They're gonna get he's gonna have to take a discount because they gotta sign Henry. Yep. Yep. Um as much as I wanna put that as a question mark. Um, I'm gonna put that as a question mark because <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know what they're gonna do even though they said that that's what they're gonna do. Um, out west, Mahomes is the guy. Uh, the Chargers got a question mark at quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. So you got that. Um, the Broncos got a question mark at quarterback. Isn't that Drew Lock? Um, it should be Drew Lock. But this they is got John two L- rookies. They're not drafting. What's that? They got two rookies. They're not drafting. Who's the other rookie they got? The guy who was playing. I forget his name. Uh, I, I want to say it's like Allen or something. Oh, Brandon Allen. There you go. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I. Yeah, Drew Locke should be starting. But I just don't trust John Elway. He might. He might do something silly. I don't. I don't know. But um, I. I don't. I don't know about that position right now. For and Joe Flacco's probably gone. Yeah, yeah, that dude need to retire, straight up. Um, what about the Raiders? They're fine. Hmm. Yeah, I guess they should be, but I don't know. They, they, they talking about. I mean, they talking about you know possibly getting Tom Brady. Yeah, but that's because it's Tom Brady. Sure. Well, well, if that's the case, then everybody needs. Well, not everybody, but no, not I mean, even half of the league need Tom Brady. Sure, but there should be more teams, you know, gunning for him. No, I think that's about right because most, again, most of the teams either got their, most of the NFL teams either got their quarterback or think they might have their quarterback right now. It's the. Well. This is the conversation we was, the same conversation we was having last week. About what? About Brady? No, about, about. Um, this the whole conversation about um, you know, it's a lot of question marks at quarterback. Yeah, there are vacancies, but we pretty much know what most of these teams are gonna do. Uh, okay, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I feel halfway there, but and that's just based on my prediction on what's gonna happen based on sure. 
what they're talking about, but it's not it's it's not like a like for some of these teams it's not a solid lock. It, you know what I mean? Like we think we know what they're gonna do, but we 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 had no idea. Well, I'm we, saying we're going we're going through this quarterback list right now because last week you said more. This is you can't think of a time where there was such there was going to be such uh you know quarterback shuffling. Right. And I was saying that. Well, no, I feel like more than I feel like it's about a normal year. I don't think it's going to be no extra you know no extraordinary quarterback shuffling. So I, if I'm not mistaken, that's why we're going through team by that's team. That's why we're going – yeah, that's why we're going okay. through this, just to kind of see how many teams really got questions at the position. So Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just setting it up in case, you know, reiterate, we were, we're, um, we're going over um, – we're basically trying to prove who's right, me or you. Um, of course. Is there of course. more quarterback <laughs> shuffling? Of course. Is there more quarterback <laughs> shuffling than ever, or is it just normal? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's normal, but we'll, we'll get there. Uh, you so you you think you think you think you think Derek Carr is safe in Oakland? I think Derek Carr is safe, and only the only reason he wouldn't be safe is if they can get Tom Brady going into Las Vegas, which you know that makes sense. It would, it it would. That's why I think it's question mark for the for the Raiders in my in my opinion. But I, I'll you know. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, so NFC East, the Cowboys, they got their guy. I think we both agree there. Yep. Uh, the Eagles. All four they, teams got their guy. Um. Yep. Haskins, Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the starter next year in Green Bay. Uh, Cousins is the starter in Minnesota. Um, the Bears. That's a question mark, bruh. Um, as, as much as, um, why do you feel like it's a question mark? I feel like it's a question mark because the bears are being tied to Cam Newton, possibly being traded there. Which by the way, I want to point that I said that, uh, I said that mid season last year that he was going to Chicago. Yep. Yep. So that's, that's why I I think it's a question mark with the bears, but, but in all honesty, nobody has said anything about Mitch Trubisky not playing for Chicago next year. Nobody said that. Nope. Okay. No, nobody so said that. We, so as far as we know, <laughs> nope. Mitch Trubisky is the quarterback. The pro- the projection is is that he's going to start, but if the so Bears, you... but if the Bears keep coming up in trade talks about Cam Newton, then. You, you you gotta think. Yeah, but that's okay. rumors. That's rumors, though. How you can't really count rumors. That's not. That's he's. That's just rumors. We don't need. Like I said, nobody has expressed that they want to get rid of Mitch Trubisky yet. Well, not so much that they want to get rid of him. That they want to. That the Bears want to look for a veteran quarterback that could take him over the top because they that feel hasn't like even been reported things. by the Bears. What's that? That hasn't been reported by the Bears. Well, what's been reported is is that they got a defense that's too damn good for the quarterback play they've been getting. The Bears reported that? Yeah. The Bears said that their defense is too good and they need a veteran quarterback. You're damn right. When did the Bears say that, sir? You're damn right, man. Hey, look, when we did... got – look, we got we, – look, who just popped in the chat room here? Uh, the homie from Chicago, B. Uh, just popped in here. Um, no, nah, I'm 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 just playing, man. The Bears I know. say that. I'm, oh, I'm, I know. I'm, just, I'm just playing the Bears. But but 
I mean, if you're saying if it's they, a question mark because we we both agree that they need a better quarterback, but, but that don't make it a question mark. But, Mr. But Bisky just, is a Mr. Bisky is a young quarterback um, who has at some point shown that he can do something. We just don't believe he's going to get there. Sure, but the other reason why we think it's a question mark is because rumors their, their name is being rumors. Yeah, but they've been they people been talking about it. Like it's not like you hear it one day and then it goes away. Like they've been saying this for a while now. Ever ever since the Panthers um fired um what's his face, they've been talking about oh you know Cam could go to Chicago. Like we feel like that's a good fit. Like niggas was niggas kept throwing the Bears in the conversation. So but we agree that there's a difference between. Actual, just saying he's a good fit to Chicago having a quarterback and saying that we're gonna rock with him. It's a difference, but th- that doesn't mean that it's not a question mark. Is what I'm I saying. think you're reaching for question marks right now to prove your agenda, but we we won't argue about that. Okay, hey, you feel how you feel, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Lions? They're safe with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. I agree. Uh, in the South, uh, the Falcons, I think they're rolling with Matt Ryan. Yeah. Uh, um, the Saints, uh, question mark, bro. Um. I think he's going to retire. Taysom th- Hill is going to be the heir apparent. You, you, you think Brees is going to retire? I think Brees is going to retire. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, um, it goes against my theory. I think he'll be back. I don't think he's going anywhere else, but I still think that there's a question mark at quarterback with this team. How's it a question mark if you don't think he's going to retire? Because there's a there's still a possibility that he's he could retire. <laughs> it's still the possibility. Oh, okay. That there's a there's a difference between the possibility and what I think is going to happen. All right, man. <laughs> so, what about uh, Carolina? Carolina question mark, right? No, Kyle Allen is their quarterback. Kyle Allen's the quarterback? Yes. Uh, I don't know if I'm buying that. So you think they're going to get rid of Cam Newton and bring somebody else in? Um, The Panthers legitimately could draft a quarterback. Where are they at? Well, I don't know what number they are, but they had one of the worst records in the league. They're 5-11. and 11. Yeah, I think they're going to let Kyle Allen play quarterback. Uh, okay, okay. I I think, well, there's a difference between what I think and what I want. I want Cam to stay. Um, I do think I don't that, want him to stay. I want him to go to Chicago. You want you want him to go to Chicago, huh? That's what I want. Okay, okay. I yeah, I want him to. I want him to stay. I think he's gonna end up being traded somewhere. Um, which to me equates as a question mark for the Carolina Panthers. And the Buccaneers, uh, question mark, right? Um, I guess I think James is staying, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think he's staying, and I want him to stay. Um, but I I I think there's a question mark. One because he is a free agent, and number two, my man's just threw thirty interceptions. <laughs> yeah. Not not that that's you know the end all be all because he's also thrown thirty touchdowns. But yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I, I hate there, there, you. I'm, there, there's question marks about that. Okay, 
I'm go ahead, go ahead, go okay ahead and with... rant about the thirty interceptions. I know, yeah, I know, I know you want to go after that. I'm never going to be okay with that. I don't well, care about you throwing thirty touchdowns. I'm well, never nobody said okay it was. With... O- nobody said it was okay with it. Okay, we'll move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seattle, they got their guy. Arizona, they got their guy. Um, the Rams, I guess they got their guy. I mean, they paid him all that damn money. You guess? The Rams, I'm talking about. Yeah, they got their guy. Yeah, that's, I just said that. <laughs> you said I guess as if to say you were trying to find a reason to give them a question mark. Well, no, I'm not trying to find a reason because I, I, I think we've been on record saying that Jared Goff is trash. I think we've been on but record saying that. But There's not an argument that he's their quarterback. Yeah, yeah, that's that. I just said, yeah, he's the guy. I don't know. They're, they're, they're paying I don't know. him all so that money. I said, I guess. I ain't, I ain't like when you said that. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't care for the guy. Can I? Can I just say that? I don't. I don't, I don't sure. care for. The, I don't care for the dude. And Jimmy but, Garoppolo is the quarterback in San Fran. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm not buying the whole. You know, let's let's take Brady and swap quarterbacks. I'm. I'm, I'm not buying all that. I, I. I think he's the guy. So that's one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I got, I got thirteen question marks, bro. Yeah, I don't have that many question marks though. That's, I mean, but I mean, it, when you think about how many guys are free agents and how many guys could possibly get traded to go start, I mean, like we haven't even talked about Teddy Bridgewater. Like that guy could start, and he might end he up. He should start. Yeah. Yeah, and and he might end up someplace. You know, Mariota might end up someplace. Jameis Winston, you know, I I wouldn't. Me personally, I wouldn't give up on those guys. I know, I know you're done with Mariota. I know he's you a said backup. That last week. Mariota's a backup, just like that, he's huh? He's a backup, just like that. He got outplayed by Ryan Tannehill, bro. Okay, so so that that so that did it for that you. Seals it. That's that that he, sealed it for you. Yes, let's be very clear. What happened this year? Ryan last year, Ryan Tannehill was signed in the offseason to bring competition to Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill outplayed Mariota in the preseason. Yes. Mariota played eight games and was benched <laughs> for Facts. Ryan Tannehill. Facts. Ryan Tannehill outplayed. <laughs> Mariota in the second half of the season and made the playoffs. Those are all facts. Um, I'm not going to just use that to justify him being a backup moving forward. Um, I would take the totality of his first four years there as a Titan. Bro, he hasn't been good. I, I would I would take those. Well, is, is is it that he hasn't been good, or that he just hasn't had a consistent system around him? Because he's he's had what three or four different offensive coordinators in but those you, first three in those first four t- years. If you're asking me to take it in in totality, yep. yes, he has had different coordinators. He still don't look. You said he still doesn't look good. You broke up there for a minute. Yeah, he still don't look good throwing the ball. Okay, I would, I would, I would give him a second shot. I mean, and if he and if he doesn't pan out the second time around, then 
you know, then yeah, you you move on and you know your hope is a backup. This is fifth somewhere. year, man. This is fifth year in the league, man. Sure, sure. I I, I just you know I, I just don't like this was up his this was his contract year, and that's what he gave you in his contract year. Sure, sure. Um, but I'm not going to use just the contract here. I'm going to use all four years to evaluate the guy and see, okay, this guy's mechanics is not correct. Um, the systems that he's been under haven't been consistent enough. Maybe that could contribute to why some of the mechanics aren't there. Maybe the language are there. It's a lot that is, to me, it's a lot to sort out with this guy. And I think just throwing him to the bench, um, you know, I, 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 I just think it's too early, but he, he wow. won't be with, the, he won't be with, he won't be with the Tennessee Titans. I, I, I think I can, I think I can agree that his time in Tennessee is up and that he definitely needs a change of scenery. Mm-hmm. I, I, I truly believe that. So. Well, I hope you're right. I'll tell you that. I hope you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But man. I don't think he. And and the same thing with Jameis Winston too, man. Like the guy, the guy deserves to be a starter somewhere. I know we just Jameis Winston, but the difference between Jameis Winston and Mariota is Jameis Winston has shown you flashes of what he could possibly be throwing the ball as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mariota hasn't. He just hasn't. Yeah, Jameis Winston's been in you know more consistent systems also, and uh, you know. Forget the system, but when you look I'm about at the system has definitely changed in Tampa. No, I'm, I said he's been in a more consistent system. Not saying that you know he's had the same guy for five, four or five years, but he hasn't had four guys the way Mariota has had you know four different guys in his year. Um, but Jameis Winston is the better quarterback. I mean, all you got to do is just watch these guys throw the football, and Jameis is the better guy. I don't know that. And, and Mariota's not a good guy at throwing the ball. Like, it's, he's not good. Yeah, well, I hope he gets a start but in someplace. Let's, let's, let's continue on. We, oh, I guess we're done. You said you, said th- you had 13. I, I had 13. I had okay. 13 question marks, man. And there's going to be a lot of guys. And there's guys that are um, questioned to be moved around to new teams. And then there's the and then there's the and then there's the um question of how we mm-hmm. was it thirteen question marks last year mm-hmm. or the year before that? Yeah, I, I guess we'll have to go back and do that. Um, but I'm no, not no, doing it tonight. To, no. <laughs> I'm not doing it tonight. Do so we don't have to do that any night. Okay, well I'll do it then. <laughs> I'll I'll do it then. Have fun. I'll take the responsibility. I don't want to know what your findings are, by the way. Why? You, I mean, you threw it out there. Huh? You threw it out there. Well, because, because the conclusion, your conclusion is going to be that there is more uh, question marks this year than any year you can remember. But you're only saying that because you're basing that off the number of 13, but you don't know what that was last year. See, the thing is, the thing is, Trey, and and we can kind of close with this conversation, even though it's going to be an argument, um, is is that what I would have liked to have, we didn't answer our question after going through th- 32 teams 
we didn't really answer our question. If I'm right or you're right. Okay. So, so that's why I so that's why I said I will take it upon myself to go ahead and research last off season. But now we gotta talk many... about this shit again next week. I don't want to talk about this shit. Okay. Well, you you brought it up. I mean, you just said it. You ju- you just said for this answer to really be solidified, we'd have to go back to last off season. Text me. Okay. Don't again, do I'll I'll do I'll do the work, bro. Yeah, you do the work, bro, because I I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's fine. Man. I, I don't I don't care anymore. You know what? I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore, man. Hey, man, why, for, for, bro? Forget for, forget we ever talked about this. <laughs> why, bro? Why you want to do that? Uh, man, let's get up on out of here, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat room. H. Rap B, uh, Tiffany Sports and Heels, Mocha Bella, Big Kev, RC. The greatest. Appreciate everybody in the chat room. Just a few reminders before we get up on out of here. Just make sure you guys follow us on our social media outlets, the Facebook page, Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. Go ahead and follow us on YouTube on the channel. Also, if you got any questions or comments about the show, email us at Barbershop Sports Talk 1 at gmail.com so uh maestro if you got nothing else to say then i'm just gonna close the show out and oh what you gonna shoot me nigga you gonna shoot me nigga nah can't nobody <laughs> see the video bro <laughs> all right fool uh what, what was the old tupac saying it is it is what you gonna do with it yeah man all right <laughs> Alright, y'all. Peace out, folks. Uh, Y'all have a good week. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace, folks. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.